So I hope you enjoyed the video. Um, I hope you feel a little bit inspired by the video as well. So now I have the opportunity to introduce the facilitators for the presentation. Myself, Mike Parsons, I'm a director of cybersecurity for Curate Retail Group. Been with the organization almost eight years now. Um, I won't be doing a lot of the talking. This group will be doing a lot of the talking. So give me a moment to just introduce each of these individuals um, so you have a little bit of a feel of the, the experience that these individuals have. So first we have Derek Bennett, who is a technical director at QRG. As a technical director, Derek is responsible for directing the live show, as well as any support positions within the control room, including camera, graphics, and audio operations. Derek has been with QRG for 10 years between internships and his time in the control room. Prior to QRG, he was an IT intern and an experienced software developer before pursuing his passion in broadcasting. Say hi, Derek. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Next, we have Kristen Hazel, who is the manager of talent operations at QRG. In this role, she oversees all the models and castings for on-air shows, leads averse weather events, and manages the vendor corporate warehouse. Before taking on studio operations, Kristen was a producer on the QVC Live studio team for 10 years and has been with QRG for 12 years. Say hi, Kristen. Hi, morning. We have Latif Scott, who is a manager of broadcast operations at QRG and is responsible for overseeing the control room, which includes everything from developing talent to communicating plans as it relates to the live broadcast. He manages a team of senior technical directors and directors. Latif's been with QRG for 11 years and started off as an on-call control room operator. Say, what's up, Latif? What's up? <laughs> and last but not least, we have Ebony Roberts, who is a senior associate producer at QRG. In her role, she is responsible for remote location productions for QRG live broadcast. She has been with QRG for four years. So Ebony, you want to say hey? What's up? <laughs> and, and these will be your four facilitators for the day. And, and spend most of the time talking. So that being said, who we are, we wanted to tell you a little bit about Curate Retail Group. And chances are you've heard about one of our brands, but what we are is seven large retail brands, including QVC, HSN, Zulily, and our Cornerstone brands as well. And you may have heard of us from a United States perspective, but we're a, we're a global brand, we're in a number of countries, and we reach over 200 million consumers. So that being said, I uh, wanted to just take a moment to introduce you to our CEO and just have him say a little bit more about Curate Retail Group. Hello, and welcome to Curate Retail Group Careers. I'm David Rollinson, President and CEO of Curate Retail. I'm so happy that you're exploring the incredible career opportunities at Curate Retail Group and our family of brands. You're visiting us at an exciting time. Video commerce is at a tipping point, and we're perfectly positioned to benefit. Our QVC and HSN brands are world leaders in video commerce, engaging millions of customers every day on TV, streaming, social media, mobile apps, websites, and more. Meanwhile, our newest division, V-Commerce Ventures, is moving fast to revolutionize live stream shopping. Beyond video commerce, our Zulily brand is an online superstore committed to delivering a fun experience for moms everywhere without breaking the bank. And our cornerstone brands, which include Ballard Designs, Front Gate, Garnet Hill, and Grandin Road, 
offer inspirations for your home wardrobe that help customers enjoy and celebrate life. As we move forward, we're committed to fostering a culture of diversity, belonging, and fairness. We know we innovate faster and achieve more when each of us feels welcome, feels valued, and feels comfortable being our authentic selves every day. In addition, we offer different ways of working designed to preserve the benefits of work flexibility while keeping enough in-person contact to ensure a rich and connected culture. I hope you're inspired by what you learn about Curate Retail Group, and I wish you all the best on your career journey. Thank you for visiting us. And so there's a lot going on with QRG. I hope that opened your eyes a little bit to the different experiences and companies that um, we have under our umbrella. And one other thing I would talk about before I pass it on to the group is the importance of diversity, equity, and inclusion at our organization. In 2021, we laid out uh, five-year specific goals uh, as to how we wanted to um, execute DEI within our organization, with our external partners, as well as our community. And now, in 20, and now, as we continue to move forward with DEI, we've amplified those efforts to really focus and double down on these specific plans. Um, these plans are actually located on our, our corporate website, and we do provide annual updates via our corporate social responsibility report. That being said, what else we use within the organization to support DEI is our TMRGs, our team member resource groups. And I bring them up um, just to mention one team member resource group in particular, our black TMRG, Belief. And the mission of Belief is threefold. One is to bring a community of diverse experiences. Two is to enhance the black professional and personal experience. And lastly is to innovate for the organization. So we leverage these TMRGs, believe being one of them, and multiple other TMRGs as well um, to help our organization. That being said, before I pass it on to uh, our group of facilitators here, we'd like to just show you one more video that shows the type of work that they pull together and experiences that can come to life from a video storytelling perspective. So with that, I'll pass it on to the team. Good morning. I'm sitting down, so we're not going back and forth. Me and Derek kind of tag team in the slide, so please, please forgive me for that, just to be clear. Um, technical broadcast rules uh, within QRC and QRG in particular is the uh, art of visual storytelling from technical aspects. Um, on any given broadcast at any given time for a show for up to 20 hours across two different networks, QVC1 and QVC2 we have, um, you're going to have up to 15 to 20 people working together at the same exact time, talking, communicating for an actual life so it'll work and flow the correct way. Um, for bigger shows, it goes to 30 people and has at the same exact time talking about a show for execution standpoint. Um, what we do is uh, we get the actual plan from our producers, from category and things like that, and we're charged with executing that at the highest level possible to engage the customer, engage the viewer, and sell the dream that aspect as well. Uh, next slide, please, if you will. Premier will outline every single role that we have in the control room for the actual live broadcast, so I'll let Derek take over for that one. Cool. 
So the technical director role is unique in that at other production companies, the technical director and director role are separate. At QVC, we combine the role and you are responsible for not only calling the shots, operating your robotic cameras, but you're also responsible for punching in the effects from our Shitoku switcher, which is essentially a video board that has uh, multiple buses that we can use to queue up any sort of support we may need at any given time. So whether it's a double box, a tag, um, a special effect for a guest, we can do that all from the comfort of the switcher, and we're also directing the live show at the same time. So we are responsible for the flow of the show, working with the producers and the host, and kind of get into a nice rhythm to provide a fun and engaging product, and we are also telling all of our support positions the support that we may need at a, any given time. So the moment that we say, like, I need this graphic, I need this tape, our support positions will then queue it up, and then it's the director's job to queue it up and roll it, and then we go from there. So we compile a group of 15 to 20 people at different times, all working at different positions to provide, like, a nice, smooth, fun, and engaging product. To add to that, too, because Derek is very, very modest in that regard from being a director, <laughs> he controls robotic cameras as well. So while he's actually talking to the host, talking to audio, talking to graphics, talking to camera operators, he's controlling robots as well for his own support shots. So you're going to have one op who's actually manned or woman on the actual jib operation system, as you'll see on some future slides. Then you have him following up as well with those shots while talking to a line producer, while talking to an audio operator, while still talking to the host, while still punching every element on the actual switcher at the same exact time for up to two to three hours straight at any given actual show, which is very, very high level of hard work that uh, Derek did in that because, again, he's a very humble and modest person. I want to put that out there just to be clear. Um, since the directing, uh, the basis of this job, honestly, is to making the director's life a lot easier. So we have a QVC of something called rundowns for each in particular show, and that's the actual strategy for the actual show. So if we're saying hit this tape at this time, go to this element here at this time, like the AD is there to actually help Derek stay on top of that. On top of that, you're going to have them routing up every camera on the actual monitor wall that you may actually see in the far upper right-hand corner there. Sorry about that for the horrible picture. That's 100% my fault. They do that. Monitor content as well on the actual set. They're charged with um, incorporating that. Blocking guys that we have for our sets. Everything from how framing should look, how branding should look, um, how the shot selection should look as well. Our AD, our assistant directors in charge of making sure that's on point. The TD, being Derek, can follow through with the show and worry about just following the host and executing that way. And so, very, very high level stuff from that standpoint. And next to the TD's job, obviously the AD's job, speaking of acronyms, I apologize, is probably one of the most difficult jobs in that role in the control room itself. So, next slide, please. The audio operator, uh, it's in the title, you're everything you're hearing or seeing in the show. So they have to maintain proper audio levels, make sure a guest or a host isn't peaking because everything we go out, everything that we do goes out over air live. So um, in that respect, they are constantly moderate, moderating the 
audio levels, they're responsible for music, any video play out or commercial breaks, that all comes from that room. And they have to stay maintain proper levels and stay on top of things that say we need to cut a videotape for a certain cell or say we need a specific roll in to get into a, a segment of the show. The audio operator is working on all that while also um, getting music ready for any of our static shows and doing mic checks for guests that are coming up. So it's a very involved job and it's uh, something akin to a, a live audio engineer. We have something in-house called Peak, which is basically our homegrown graphics operation system that we have created. Um, obviously, we sell products on TV, right? So in order to actually buy a product, you need the actual graphic online to know what you're buying. So from that standpoint, the Peak operation system shows the customer everything from the item number to know what you're actually buying. The pricing, obviously, which is most important. Um, our phone number for T-Cost, testimonial cost. You want to call in and talk about how you love this vacuum or this random lamp, things like that, for example. Um, and everything from guest tags as well come from that system. What's unique about the Peak operator itself is that he has a script at any given time um, right in front of him. He starts with checking the pricing for every single graphic, meaning that if for some reason this TV is supposed to be $1,500 and it says five bucks by mistake on the actual graphic and it goes out to air, that's going to be a big problem, right? So imagine a three-hour show with a graphics operator having to check over 40 different actual items at any given time during the show on top of tagging the actual host, putting in quantity counters for how much we're actually selling as well on that regard, at the same time still getting cues from the TD on when to tag and when to play certain graphics. So we talk about everyone working together in a collaborative effort, communicating at the same exact time. That's exactly what happens. Furthermore, this is how we actually track what the sales are from peak as well. So how you know you're making money, write graphics on the screen, see the actual numbers, and you kind of go from there. So. As far as camera operations go, we have three unique uh, cameras. We have our robotics, we have our jib operator, which is a long crane camera, essentially, and we have our handheld and steady. So that's four, actually. Um, and we can compile all those different cameras to provide a nice, engaging product. So depending on the shots that the producers may want or the support the director may want, um, we utilize all different types of cameras. So if I need somebody to get high and overhead, we'll uh, utilize the crane jib or the crane camera. If um, it's just a simple tight shot, I'll use my robotic camera. And then we incorporate steady or handheld camera to get a nice intimate flow, flowy feel to the show. Um, and our steady cam, it's in the name, it's it's a man-operated camera, but because of the gyro system attached, it remains steady throughout. So you don't have to worry about shaky shots. It could go in, go out, and remain smooth throughout the entirety of its operation. So we utilize four different camera types in order to provide a nice engaging product for the customer. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Uh, before we get started, I just want to say thank everybody for coming out this morning. Appreciate you all. You all look so lovely. Um, shout out to this woman over here who helped me out a minute ago. Thank you so much. And uh, I also like to think that I was a DJ in a past life, so I like a little call and response. So when I say QR, y'all say G. QR. G. QR. G. G. Thank you. <laughs> 
asking for warming them up for me. <laughs> All right, so we're going to talk about storytelling. So you got a little taste from Derek and Latif about our technical teams, um, but we do want to show another significant piece of the puzzle that brings home the live shopping experience. It's one of those things that provides a human and unique way to bring those products to life, and that thing is storytelling. So let's chat about the advantages of storytelling and what sets our video commerce brands like QVC and HSN apart from other retailers. So we have a fun, a fun tagline at QVC, as you can see. There's shopping and then there's QVC. We can honestly say the shopping experience has changed and progressed over time for the good and the bad. There was ordering from a catalog. There was watching an infomercial, going into department store or a mall, um, going into specific category-based stores, um, you know, apparel, cookware stores, electronic stores. You had home shopping networks. And then came a little tiny thing you might have heard of, the internet. So the internet, and more specifically, online shopping. So the internet has changed the way that we shop and how we interact with products. Social media, Instagram and their ads, I feel like every time I talk to my friend and then I go to my phone and scroll through Instagram, that product is there, it's like they're listening to me. Um, and their ads on Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok, influencing you to make a purchase without you really knowing anything about that product or the story behind it. So like I said, it's more than just shopping with Curate, but it's shopping brought to life. And it's an experience. So let's just bring it back for a minute. Video commerce, right? Part of this seminar today is called Live Shopping Experience Through Video Commerce. So what is video commerce? Video commerce is a technology that allows business to integrate video into our web, mobile storefronts, and now digital streaming platforms. We are not just in your homes anymore. We are in your phone, in your pocket. We are in your laptop. We are, <laughs> we are in, we're on the go with game consoles, smart TVs, whether you have cable or not. So customers can watch, they can engage, whether through social media, chatting with our host, or calling into the show to do a testimonial. So it's not just shopping, it's not just an, an, a transaction, it's fun, it's informative, it's those spontaneous live moments and the daily static programming that we provide. So viewers can interact, they can be entertained, and a bonus is if you know they can come off watching that show and maybe coming off with a cute sweater from like Isaac Mizrahi. So when you watch our shows on QVC and HSN, you're learning how to use the product essentially. We have live demos on ear for you to see in real time, videos that call out important features and you know what you're getting and the benefits. You're getting the information from our hosts, who I like to say are also QVC and HSN shoppers, product experts, AKA our guests, and you are also getting it from our lifestyles, whether it's models wearing an outfit so you can see the true fit on a human body and not just something like on a mannequin, or seeing Kansas City steaks being sold and seeing a platter of surf and turf or steak and eggs so you can get an idea of other ways you can prepare your meals. Um, and then it's also seeing a model with a few blemishes before and then has flawless skin in her after, thanks to an IT Cosmetics Foundation. So we can truly bring these products to life and demonstrate them than any other retailer, any other retailer can. So we're gonna look at a clip. Let's take a look at a clip that shows our today's special value, which is essentially our hero brand of the day. It's in predominantly a lot of our shows throughout the day. 
Um, but this today's special value was our Not Your Daughter's Jeans. And a caller called in and said how much they loved the jeans. And they were actually not on the phone by themselves. So we'll, we'll take a look and see what happened. You get the point. Regular and petites. But something point. is happening that I've never seen before. I've got not one caller, but two callers I love on the phone It looks right like a now. husband and wife team. Uh, well, we're this, about to go find out. So let's say hi this is amazing. to hi. Don and, and Michelle. Michelle. Hi, Don guys. and Michelle, are you there? We're here. How are you tonight? We're hi. fantastic. And How are you? Exciting. I'm Amy, and this is Mark. We're nice excited. to meet you. Happy New Year. We're excited. So what has you both on the phone today? Yeah, tell us. Who likes well, the jeans we better? Were, <laughs> we, were, we were working out on our bike, working out like crazy, and all of a sudden, these jeans popped up on the TV, and my wife, Michelle, says, oh my God, I love these jeans. I love these Maryland straight jeans. And she's like, I love it. We got it. And she jumped off the bike. We've been working out and sweating like crazy. And I'm like, let's get them right now. Oh, so which fantastic. color did she choose, Don? Is she there? Could you hear me too? Yeah, she's here. Hi, Michelle. Which color I did you get, babe? I got the ring. Oh, oh you look classic. Love You're going to love that. Absolutely. Totally worth getting off the bike for. Yeah. And, and Michelle, have you worn us before? I have one other pair, and I love how they fit. Good. And Don, how do you love how they look on Michelle? Oh. <laughs> She's awesome. She looks great, and she's working hard, and um, it was just real, her excitement is really what made me get off, and let's, let's get them now. And she's like, okay, let's do it. And so Aww. here we are. We did it. I so love that. I love your couple story. And, you know, I, I'll tell you, it is so much fun that I've had the experience having husbands and wives shop and, and with our brand. And Don, thank you for being supportive of Michelle because, you know, as we know, denim is a tough thing for women to buy, bathing suits too. So when yeah. they find the right pair and they love it, then go for it. And uh, fabulous, guys. I'm so glad you called. Yeah, Happy New Year. And, and we're, we're impressed with the workout. The moment. We got to do a little extra. It was in the <laughs> moment. And she's like, you go down a size, and that's what she said. So I went down a size, and she's like, it's exactly what you guys just said on the TV. Oh, you guys, Aww, I'm so glad you, you both caught in. Now I'm just wondering, like, did we stop the workout? Or are you going to get back on the yeah, bike? Like, what's the plan What's now? happening now? <laughs> we're, we're getting on to some Led Zeppelin right now. Oh, yeah. All right. You um, do it. Michelle, nice to meet you both. Nice meeting you both. Thank Happy you so much year. for calling in. Thanks for inspiring us. We appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Oh, Fabulous. I, so you know, my fun. favorite part Couples about that whole together, story. Stay together. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> That's funny. I like to shop together, too. But my favorite part of the Don and Michelle phone call was when Don said she was so happy. Yes. Like, she yeah. has these at home. Yeah. I didn't even ask if it was the Maryland style or another NYDJ. But Don was so happy that Michelle yeah. was happy. Yes. And it's getting dressed right now feels more like, uh, ugh, right? yuck, not that one, not this one. For $70 instead of $99, feel like Michelle, right? Yes. Get the smile. <laughs> feel your confidence. So from that clip, you know, we captured a sweet story of a husband and wife from our live testimonial call where Michelle loved the brand and the jeans and couldn't wait to share with others on air. Um, to the point that, you know, she got off the bike, called in, and brought her husband along, too, and he was right there to support. Um, so, like I said, every day we have these spontaneous moments on our shows that you really, that really captures the essence that we experience as we're giving our customers. And it's something that truly can't be fabricated because it's that spontaneous moment that we were able to capture. So, you're probably thinking that that's cool, you know, we're entertaining customers in these shows, but are they actually buying what we're selling? So, if you can go to the next slide. 
And the answer is yes. <laughs> Numbers don't lie. QVC and HSN are retail powerhouses with a huge customer base, most of who return to shop with us again and again. And that's the key point. You know, you're not just coming and buying one thing and then we never hear from you again. They're coming back. They're getting a good experience and they're returning again and again and telling friends and family about their experience as well. So a QVC US and HSN combined have approximately 10 million customers. 94% are repeat customers with 92 million homes reached in the US via five television networks. So we have QVC, QVC2, QVC3, HSN, and HSN2. So I'm gonna pass it on to Ebony. All right, so you just saw some examples of some live testimonials, but we also have uh, some testimonials from our customers that uh, give us reviews online, and I'm gonna read some to you right now. Uh, they're all anonymous, by the way. So the first one is, I think shopping brands that have great stories behind them is important to me because it's not just someone, some over-manufactured item that you'd find any just anywhere. I like buying items that you know someone poured their heart and soul into just to get that product launched. Most started with humble beginnings, and I feel like even if the brand is huge now, you are helping to support the people behind the brand and their dream they had. It's inspiring to anyone trying to start up their own business. The next one reads, I find myself rooting for the person who created the product. I love shopping online from QVC and HSN. Many times I'll see a product and I'm that I'm intrigued by and I'll either watch it on TV or watch the video accompanied with it. I love the designer's personalities. Then I feel like I'm supporting the person by purchasing their items. So actually, now we're gonna take a look at another clip from, HS, from an HSN brand called Pardon My Fro by CEO Dana Bly. She shared with our hosts and viewers her inspiration behind the brand and her chic home collection. Let's check it out. I'm the owner of Pardon My Fro. Pardon My Fro is that brand that celebrates all women, your uniqueness, your boldness, your brazenness. If that's you, Pardon My Fro is your brand. So I'm so excited that Part of My Fro is finally coming to HSN. Hopefully these dolls will be inspired to them as well as for Part of My Fro customers. I love this brand, Pardon My Fro. I love the story of uh, Dana going from the corporate world to starting her own business, all because she started, you know, partaking in the natural hair movement. So in 2010, she said, you know what? I want something that looks like me and art that inspires me and I can see myself in that art. Hooked up with a fashion blogger and here's the end result. Beautiful throws. This is just part of the work. And these are 50 by 60 Sherpa fleece throws, dynamic. This is when, this is my teenage girl with her beautiful Afro puffs with so much per personality. I love that pop of pink on the lips. This is the Royal. The Royal is, right now everybody's going crazy for, isn't this pretty with this gray background? These are the golden girls with their natural hair, uh, you know, where you get your wisdom from and your advice, just stunning. And then we have up here,
here, uh, the Abara, and this one is all about girlfriends and besties, you know, going out on the town, and uh, it's all about fashion. You know, this is like bold, sassy, fashionistas. They look lovely. This is your fashion statement. And then the squad is all about the besties, telling it like it is, like, girl, could you believe XYZ? <laughs> I love it. So 093019, uh, that's the item number. There, it's on Five Flex today. $11.60 to get home. A beautiful throw that is basically um, 50 by 60 inches. I want to bring in Dana Bly. She is in North Carolina. Dana, good morning. I love your story, and I always love having you on the show. Good morning, Debbie. So we're so happy to be back. Oh, Thank absolutely. You. So these are the most plush, beautiful throws. Um, where would you put these? On your bed, cuddle watching Netflix, um, on the couch, spread out just like that on the bed, just really beautiful, just brightens up any type of room. I just love it. You can put it at the edge of your bed. So that one is the squad. Yeah. So the squad yeah. is in the mustard yellow. This is the nod to the besties who get together and tell it like it is. And then the other, we saw the royal on the bed. Oh, my goodness. And this has been your yeah. most popular. It sold out the last time, and we brought it back. Tell us a little bit about that story. Yeah, so Royal is really, like you said, the Golden Girls. They're the ones with the wisdom. You know, they're really great with my bride customers. They love them. Um, the sorority girls, um, your sisters, a great gift for them, a great generational gift. Um, and I think about that gray and how it makes that gold pop out on the blanket. We just love it. So I'm not surprised that that was our bestseller last time we were here. And we have less than 400 to go around, you guys. Do not wait on that gray. Uh, this makes a great mm -hmm. giftable, and this is exclusive. I mean, FlexPay is wonderful because you can spread your payments yeah. out and this is great any time of year uh, i want to go to your girl win and uh, i think we do have some sound on tape on win but i want you to set up my teen uh, fashionista who really to me is just popping that pink lip let's take a listen yes <laughs> When I first saw Dana's pieces, I was like, oh my gosh, she's really talented. Her designs are amazing, and I'm just excited for her stuff to come out. Hey guys, it's Wynn Wesley. I'm so excited to be a part of Part of My Fro, and I hope you guys love our pieces. Part of My Fro is a really big thing for me because Dana's designs are amazing, so for me to just be on one of them is spectacular. I hope you guys love what me and Dana did in our pieces. Uh, it, so what yes. did you mean when? Tell me about that story. I love this. Yeah, so a couple of months ago, um, Carmela just got us together, um, thinking she would be a great inspiration for some of my tween dolls. Uh -huh. um, don't really have a lot of tween dolls, so she definitely was inspiration to kind of start this collection. And so just as you see, she's great. She's all about fashion. She loves her friends. They love going out, hanging out. And I wanted to make the wind doll just something very colorful, a little bit of pop of lip, but just not too much. And then that teal color, I think this really brings out a lot of the color of the wind doll. She's just really, really great. She's all, she's a sweet girl inside and out. And she's all about building her community. It is so beautiful. If you have, if, if you want to put this in, make over your, your young gal's room, okay? Or granddaughter's yes. room. You don't have to mm -hmm. go and paint the wall. You don't have to go and get a painting. This is your art. So when you throw this over a chair, throw this over a bench, throw this over a bed, it just brings personality to the room. And then the squad, um, I think 
think this yes. is just, these are my girls. These are the besties. I think back, yeah. I'm still best friends with my college besties. Uh, in fact, I have one uh, visiting uh, on July 14th and we're going on vacation together. Nice. But tell me about the squad. I love this. The squad is the closest to my heart because they're one of the oldest um, designs that I've had. Um, and like you said, they're just all about your girlfriends. They have no filter. They're going to love you, but they're also going to tell you how it is. Um, they're all about fashion as well. And one thing about it, too, is not only is it great on the bed, on the couch, but also think about, you just said about painting walls. It's just a great wall tapestry as well. So my customers are really creative, and they put the blankets on the wall, and we just love it. You guys, this is a piece of art. I'm holding the royal, and this one. I was so glad. Uh, we sold out of a lot of these, but I wanted you to see mm -hmm. they're 50 inches by 60 inches. Uh, Royal yeah. by far is the most popular. In fact, after I did this show, uh, one of my best friends who I'm going on vacation with said, oh, my husband was watching and he really loves the gray. And I had to sadly tell her that it was sold out. So oh. I'm going to pick this up for her because you guys don't wait. When we get these back, this is absolutely drop dead gorgeous. Only $11.60 yes. to get home. Uh, this is five flex. So Awesome. So uh, Dana's story is really inspiring. Uh, she, cre she created Part of My Fro to celebrate women who are proud of their hair and their heritage. We love hearing the story behind the product, description, and where you can use them. So here are some more quotes from customers at HSN. I shop a ton at HSN. I love watching the presentations on products so that I can get the story and the description of their products. It's important to know the story and the description because I like to know where the products were made and how the creator got the inspiration to create those. And this next quote is a uh, quote about uh, Beekman Happy Place Laundry Items, which is a brand at Q&H. Uh, it basically says, their story and their mission are inspiring. The removal of harsh chemicals makes me feel good when using the product, and to my delight, they actually work. And I love them. When there is a story to tell, there can this can allow you to relate and feel connected to the brand and the product. QVC, we see you. So we're committed to be an inclusive community where every team member, vendor, and customer feels a sense of belonging. We want to ensure that these diverse stories are being shared on TV so customers can relate, learn something new, and for our guests and hosts to be authentically themselves on air. So when I mean we see you, I mean we have size inclusivity for our apparel brands. We have brands that are black owned, women owned, LGBTQ plus owned, AAPI owned, Latin owned, veteran owned, and we have adaptive and accessible brands. So it's not just shopping, you are here for the experience, the stories from creators and entrepreneurs that can authentically share their heritage to the world and bring products that represent their culture. By them sharing that, it's brought something even more special to the show. You'll see what I mean in this next clip. If you go to the next slide. So I'll just say this clip just for a second before we turn it on. Um, so this clip is uh, Mary DeAngelis, one of our hosts on the left, and we have Rosina Grasso on our right. Um, and we also have uh, Alina Velasante, who is our creator of our Peace Love World brand. Um, so you're gonna see a little, a little fun banter between the three. So you can play the clip. Who's this next person? She 
commented on our post for the show. She's watching, she's with us, and she guessed properly. You know Rosina from Univision and Telemundo. Very good pronunciation Thank there. You. I wanted to do it right. I wanted to do it right. Um, so if you guessed either one of those networks, you're absolutely right. And she is now part of our permanent family here at QVC and we're thrilled. I am so proud and so happy to be with all of you and be part of the QVC family and everybody at home. So let's have some fun together shopping. Alina Villasante is joining us. She's the designer, creator, and visionary of Peace Love World. Hello, my friend. It's so good to wait, see you. Wait, I'm Buenvenida, Rosina. Hold on. Turn up the music. <gasps> they have a welcome song for Can you. you hear it? I love it. Rosina. <laughs> Get out here. Hey, 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 hey. And then later on, Alina, we were talking about it earlier, that uh, the, the matching short, the lounge short, is on QVC.com that just puts the whole outfit together, and I just love and, it. And both, I love how, you know, I name a lot of things with Spanish names, verde, and people say verde. And right. we come out, aqua verde. Claro. <laughs> claro. <laughs> Listen, yeah. all of the stuff in Spanish, you're going to get it. You'll, you'll get it, the pronunciation from me. But uh, well, verde is nice, Spanish too. QVC now. Maybe this is the beginning. Okay, so we just want to show that fun clip between Rosina and Alina bantering in Spanish, dancing the merengue on air. Um, by sharing that, like I said, it brings something even more special to the show. Shopping with us, like I said, isn't just a transaction. It's an interaction. It's entertaining, engaging, and that storytelling is the advantage that Curate embodies, and that what that's what makes us different. So I'm going to toss it to Derek. A day in the life of a technical director, uh, just a high-level overview. Um, at the beginning of the day, we have our pre-production meeting with everybody within the control room. And at any given moment, I can be working a support position, whether it's in audio here or uh, earlier I was in graphics or assistant directing. And um, when I'm not working a support position, I'll be preparing the live show that I'll be directing later that day. Uh, and that includes printing PALs and scripts, which goes over the products that we'll be selling, the support that we, we may need, and going to meetings with different hosts and guests, going to meetings with all of our producers on the floor and our producers on the perch, which is uh, where they monitor all our active sales. So I'm constantly interacting with people throughout the day, making sure we can put on the best show possible. And then I go on to direct when I'm not working support position, and that could go on from one, two, three hours, and then we put on a live, fun, and engaging show. So uh, everything you see here, this is me live punching an actual show, our gourmet holiday static show. Um, and then those are our camera operators working on the TSV that day, and I'm queuing everybody within the control room and making sure we put on a nice, fun product. So here you can see a bunch of different highlights uh, from my day, and uh, they did a really good job making me look a lot more important than I feel. <laughs> but yeah, it's all, it's all good fun, and um, we have a great team of people working together to put on a nice, fun, engaging show. So that's the last of our slides. Does anyone have any questions? So Derek, um, tell me a little bit about the path to getting to director. Like what, what was sort oh, of wow. your path and, and <laughs> um, you know, from an engineering standpoint and, and what did you have to study and learn to, to get to where you are? Um, 
So I have a pretty interesting story getting working my way up to technical director. Uh, Michael had mentioned earlier, I started as an IT intern in 2013, and I worked in software development for three different summers. Um, I got a job offer at QVC uh, in software dev. I was a, so let me preface this by saying each summer they gave us a tour and a walk a mile of what was going on backstage. And each summer, every time we would take that tour, I found myself more interested in what was going on backstage. Not that I didn't love my career in software dev, um, everything down there was just so engaging and it, it seemed, it seemed fun. And at some point, it, I was about to graduate, and I said, I think that's what I want to do. So I finished up my software dev degree, but I stayed in school for an additional three years to uh, get my degree in cinema and television. Um, at that point, I had already signed my job offer to be a software developer for QVC. I had to rescind that offer. I never thought QVC would hire me ever again. Um, I get a call, summer of 2017. Uh, the recruiter that I had worked with to get all my IT internships, she had mentioned there was an internship in the control room. And it was, I was about to graduate that following uh, fall, and I, was, I would love to take this opportunity. So um, they offered me a internship in the control room as a broadcast technical operator. I finished that summer. I go back to school for three more months to finish my degree in television, and they give me a full-time job offer as a freelance broadcast operator. So then I worked my way through the ranks there, and now I'm a technical director. Any other questions? With the um, growth of social media, newer generations are least likely to go and watch cable TV or um, be a part of the live shopping, live shopping experience, and they're more attached to influencers and making that one-on-one -on -one connection. Has there been exploration into these avenues? Absolutely. I mean, I think we're always looking to see where our, our customers are going. Um, and we actually, I think, David Rawlinson, our CEO, mentioned previously, we have a function, a new function we stood up called Ventures, where we're looking into those different areas. So not just necessarily having the, the hosts on TV, but we're looking at influencers and how they can bring storytelling to life. We're looking at the short videos you see, the how-tos um, that you see on some of the different places, like the, the TikToks and Instagrams and things of the world. So yes, we're certainly exploring that, and we're also exploring new customer demographics as well, because we, that's where our, some of our customers are going. And then with the types of content, um, with on-demand streaming services, people are more likely to also just watch TV shows. Would there be something that we could have with shopping and being like still in the demand streaming service lane? Yes, I, I think you're, you're seeing us touch that. Like the streaming piece of things, you're seeing us touch that. And you're, you're also seeing us start to develop experiences that aren't just the, the pure shopping play that you saw. You know, for example, one of the great ones I always like is, is Curtis Stone. We've developed basically like a, a TV series, something you see from um, 
um, would be commensurate to a, like a Everybody Loves Film on Netflix, where he's actually, you know, um, explaining experience, um, walking through cooking, um, meeting with friends, and it's not necessarily just shopping. It's it's just this other type of content story that we tell. So yeah, we're looking at all of that, and, and we're already producing a lot of different types of content as well. Wherever you want to go, meaning meaning just streaming, social, we're we're there. Okay, thank you. So, so in closing, what I would say is, uh, thanks for coming to the session. You know, I hope you learned a little bit more about QRG, how important DEI is to us, and where we're going as an organization. And I hope you're thinking about QRG because we're thinking about you. And when I say we're thinking about you, we're thinking about how you can help us unlock storytelling, how you can help us unlock experiences. We're also thinking about your career and how you can be a team member, a leader, um, or anything in, within our organization. So with that, thank you.